This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast. Welcome back to Drive the Lane. Stressful times to be an Ohio State fan, uh, to say the least. Joey and I are here to not necessarily change anyone's minds about the team, not necessarily, you know, walk anyone off the ledge for lack of a better term, but we're here to just discuss everything Ohio State basketball and everything basketball, college basketball, because we're getting close to turning time. You know, before you know it, we're going to be Big Ten tournament, conference tournament. The smaller schools conference tournaments might start next week, actually. That's how, how early they start. But before we get to all that, Bet Fred Sports. Not sure if you saw this or not, but today Fred of Bet Fred Sports paid out every single Bengals Super Bowl bet before this weekend's game. So if you listen to us and you put a bet on the Bengals to win the Super Bowl, you got it paid out regardless of what happens this weekend and moving forward. What does that mean? That means you should click the link in the description of this episode to sign up for Bet Fred Sports and make some bets. In Ohio, 21 plus, 1-800-GAMBLER if you got a gambling problem. But seriously, make some bets with Bedfred Sports because they might you might not even need to lose and you'll get paid. The results may not even happen and you'll get paid. You might be able to bet on Ohio State to make the tournament and Fred <laughs> comes out of nowhere and says, he's he's British and he says, guess, guess what, Ohio State fans? I don't know where my British accent is, but guess what, Ohio <laughs> State fans? I'm paying out all... You know, NCAA tournament ticket bets, congratulations. Not saying that's going to happen, but just telling you what could happen with Betfred Sports. Joey, what are we going to do at the end of the show to get people excited about Betfred Sports? Yeah, you know, Andrew mentioned it. We, uh, we're we at a weird point in the year, right, where the conversation has gone from how our team's doing, what, what are their identities, what do teams look like, blah, 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 to – what seed are these teams in the tournament? Will they make the tournament? Can they win the tournament? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about is you've heard enough about Ohio State basketball the last few weeks. Um, we are sick of talking about the same exact things every single week about Ohio State basketball. So for that reason, we're going to feed your Ohio State you know, itch. We're going to scratch that itch for you. And then we're going to talk about the rest of college basketball and give you guys five teams that we think can or will win the NCAA tournament, a.k.a. five teams that drive the lane would put future bets on to win the national championship. Uh, we're going to do it snake draft style, where I'm going to pick a team that Andrew, we can't have the same teams, but it's a combined list. Um, and the best part about all of it is I don't know who he wants to pick, and he doesn't know who I want to pick. The other the other best part about it is Joey's going to pick based on basketball knowledge, and I might be picking based off of juicy bets. So you definitely should be hanging around for the end of the episode. Joey, I think we need to start with this. We're going to talk about the future of Ohio State basketball. We're going to talk about the rest of the season games coming up. Real quickly, is this team making the NCAA tournament? If it started tomorrow, no. I mean, no. Um, but it doesn't start tomorrow, and that's why I say say yes. And I say yes because, first of all, I refuse to believe the alternatives. Um, I don't want to live in a world where this team doesn't make the NCAA tournament with how good they were at the beginning of the year, the roster that was compiled by the staff, et cetera. Um, 
I just have to think that they can figure it out. Like, and not only figure it out, they don't have to figure it out for every single minute of every single game. You just got to figure it out enough times to get yourself in the NCAA tournament. And we've talked about it. They got to win eight, nine, 10 more games. And it's possible. It's doable. Um, I think we have a few guys on the team that can go out and be high level contributors individually to win important games. First and foremost, we probably have, you know, if you needed to win a basketball game, Bryce Sensabaugh might be a top three, four, maybe even, you know, top two guy in the big 10 of who you'd want on your team. So for that reason, uh, it's so funny. We're talking about it like this. If Ohio State does make the NCAA tournament, no one wants to play them, um, but but that's, so it's two months away. Um, but uh, yeah, I think they're going to make it. If, if you had a gun to my head and said, Hey, you know, obviously the odds are not in their favor right now. The deck is the deck is stacked against them. Um, but I've been positive every single show of every single time we've done this this show for the last what is it? This is the fourth season. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm not going to waver in my positivity. Uh, they're they're not only are they going to make the tournament, they're gonna they're gonna win a game maybe. <laughs> oh my god, that was a, a funny way that you said that. I, I this is how I'm thinking. I said this. Um, to about 20 people last night, but this is how I'm thinking, okay? I think come conference championships, Ohio State will have hopefully put themselves in position to make the tournament. I think they're going to get that they're going to get screwed by way of teams winning conference tournaments that should not win them. For example, Ohio State beat Cincinnati this year, okay? They're a better team than Cincinnati. If Cincinnati wins their conference championship, Cincinnati, Memphis, and Houston are all getting in from the Americans. Stuff like that is going to start happening. And when you're the seventh best team in the Big Ten, it doesn't affect you. When you're the 11th of 11 teams slated to get in, that's where it affects you. So I think they could get hurt not being their fault. Yeah, I I totally agree. That's life on the bubble. I mean, I lived it. You know, I lived – we were – we record-wise – in the big 10 were higher than this. Um, but we were not, uh, I don't know. We weren't a very good team, but we, but we could beat anybody at the same time. If that makes sense. You know, when Keyshawn Woods, I love him to death when he is your go-to guard um, in the big 10 where guards are the, the best in the country, arguably, at least they, they were five years ago. Um, you know, it, it's tough. I don't disagree with you. That's life on the bubble. If you are projected to be an 11 seed, 12 seed, 10 seed, you know, the, the bid, the bid stealers, they steal those bids. You get, you get projected as a 10, 11, 12 seed. When you go from not making the tournament to winning five games in five days uh, and winning your conference tournament. Um, I, I totally, I, I, there's, I totally agree with you. I can only hope they're in that position. If they're in that position, right. I'd feel a lot better. Uh, what's so frustrating to me is, you know, in the last three or, or three of their last four games, they have played like a bottom, a bottom portion of the Big Ten team. But we both know, and Ohio State fans, if you don't, then you're you're recency biased. We know they're not a bottom four team in the Big Ten. They're 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 just not. They proved it. You know you're one mistake away from beating Purdue, which Purdue has only lost once this whole year. You know, you're one, you're, you, I mean, they blew the game against North Carolina. North Carolina is obviously the talent of their team is higher than any other team. Ohio State will play the rest of the year. 
you know, they didn't. The, yes, they've lost to Minnesota. They've lost to Nebraska. They, they, you know, they, they have bad nights, and they are not. They are not the best team in the Big Ten. They are not an upper echelon team in the Big Ten. There's, I'm not arguing that, but they're not a bottom four team in the Big Ten. That that kind of goes back to why I think they that the cream will rise to the top. Water always finds its level. Like they are a better team than what they're playing. Like I trust that they'll figure it out. I can only hope that they are, you know, getting that, at least that buy and being a top eight team, right. And not playing the first on a Wednesday night in the big 10 tournament. Cause if they're playing Wednesday night, they ain't making the NCAA tournament unless yeah. they win the whole thing. So I can only hope that they're in a position that you're talking about where, um, it comes down to okay. Hopefully, Tulane doesn't beat Memphis tonight in the in the AAC championship, or else Ohio State's not going to get in. I would take that in a heartbeat right now. Yeah, I would take that in a heartbeat. So, but I, I don't I don't disagree with you. But obviously, you see how I feel. I, um, if that is the reason that we are, oh boy, Ohio State might not make the tournament. Awesome. That means they're playing pretty good basketball, um, considering what they're playing right now. If the reason they're not going to make the tournament is because they've only won six games in the Big Ten. It's a different story. Uh, I have a, a follow-up question for you. So right now, the jury is still out. Let's say Ohio State, you know, unfortunately loses their next three games, and it's more of a foregone conclusion that they're not going to make the tournament. As someone who has been on bubble teams, teams that were locked in, and teams that were not going to make the tournament, is there ever a point where the coaching staff sits down and says, you know what, we're not making the tournament we got to get Roddy Gale and Felix Akpara more minutes the rest of this season because it'll make us better for next year. Because I was asked during the Twitter space last night, what do you think the lineup's going to be against Indiana? And I said, they're not giving up on the season. The lineup's not going to be very different with the exception of like maybe Suing's back in the starting lineup. That Yes, the one game they won out of the last six, he was not in the starting lineup, but there's no way you're saying – Ohio State's a better team with suing coming off the like. There's just no real correlation there. Yeah, I, that's. I think that's a a really interesting question. I think that in college it's different than the NBA, right? If you're in the NBA and you know you're not going to make the playoffs, you're going to sit guys and play young guys. Say like that's when you give your quarterback in the NFL a chance, right? When you know stuff like that. I think college is different in the sense that there is no giving up. You, you could call it whatever you want, but in theory, it's kind of giving up. Right. And, and there is no giving up in college because you, you owe it to your older guys, number one, but number two, like you can always win your, your conference tournament. And I think the bottom line for me and the answer to that question is Holtman is he, what I love most about him is there are no, zero promises, right? When justice suing transferred here, it was not justice for from the moment you step on campus to the moment you run out of eligibility, you're going to play 35 minutes and have the ball in your hand every game. That wasn't the conversation. Justice knows that whatever Holman's doing, it's in the best interest of Ohio State, and Justice is on that same page. He wants to win. So Holman is going to play whoever gives him the best chance to win, whatever that looks like. Uh, the hardest-playing guys, the guys that play defense and rebound, the guys that run all the plays and make good decisions on offense – those are the guys that are going to play. If that's a freshman, if that's a walk-on, if that's your five-year captain, it doesn't matter. He's going to play the best guys. Following up on that, you got to play Roddy Gale more because he's proven that he plays his ass off, he plays great defense, and he can give you something on offense. You're not going to play him instead instead of guys, but he has to 
he has to continue to prove and take the minutes away from guys. It's not give Roddy Gale more minutes. He has to take those minutes, right? So um, all that to say is Felix Akpara is not going to get minutes over Zed Key because Zed Key gives them a better chance to win basketball games. That's just the bottom line. And they're never going to stop trying to win basketball games, whether they're projected to be a four seed in the NCAA tournament or projected to be a three seed in the NIT. It doesn't matter. You're going to keep trying to win basketball games. But if Roddy Gale gives you a better chance than Justice Suing, and I'm just using that example because that's what has happened in the last few games, he's starting over him, then then Roddy Gale is going to play over Justice Suing. Uh, if Isaac Likely uh, doesn't give you a better chance than uh, Tanner Holden, then Tanner Holden's going to play instead of Isaac Likely. That's just the, the nature of college basketball and the way that I'd hope everybody would like Ohio State basketball to operate. Uh, it's not... It's not a, hey, we're going to start all five freshmen and play them 30 minutes a game, and then the vets can, can you know, uh, fill in where they can. That's not – because they're not going to be here next year. That's not – I would be – oh, my God, I would be amazed if Holman came out. If a game like that happened and Holt came out and said, you know what, we just want to get these guys some extra minutes, even if he truly believes that, it, the phrasing is, I'm going to play the hardest-playing guys who give us a better chance to win, and if that's the case, then that's the case. And you can't argue with that. Uh, but I know that's a long-winded answer to say they ain't stopping to win. There's no doubt about it. Um, but if Roddy Gale gives you a better chance to win, Holman's going to play Roddy Gale. All right. Um, I think that's a great answer. Holman should play Roddy Gale against Indiana from what we've seen. Indiana's last three games, Joey. 18-point win over Wisconsin, 15-point win over Illinois, 13-point win over Michigan State. They got Minnesota tonight, who we know you do not take Minnesota. Indiana's going to win by 30. Right. So Saturday, what's the key to keeping the game close? I'm not going to say what's the key to winning because Ohio State hasn't done well in close games. But what's the key to keeping the game close? Yeah, uh, here's the deal. If Ohio State basketball and the themes – roll and remain true and constant in this weird universe that Ohio state fans live in. Indiana's going to lose to Minnesota tonight. And then they're going to beat the shit out of the Buckeyes on Saturday because that's how this all works. But what's going to happen is Indiana is going to, it's going to be, a, you're listening to this and it doesn't even matter because you can't place this bet, but Indiana's not going to cover whatever the first half spread is. Mike Woodson's not coaching tonight. Uh, it, it's just going to be a weird vibe in Minnesota. It's like every game, every home game for them probably feels like a Super Bowl because it's a chance to storm the court. It's a chance to do all this, you know, whatever. Um, Indiana's going to play a close game in the first half and, and end up extending the lead and winning by, you know, 12, 13, 14 points in really a game that was never in any doubt. Um, what I think the bottom line is and why we've struggled with Indiana in the past is a guy that rem continues to prove me wrong every single night he goes out and plays basketball, Trace Jackson Davis. He is the key. He will be the key. He's always the key. Um, I, 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 every day, I just think if you could force that man to his right uh, and over his left shoulder, Andrew, which you may think force him to his left shoulder, why do we want that? Well, that means he's shooting with his right hand or he's shooting, turning over with his left hand. I, all I say is force this guy right. He can't go right. And no one can stop him in order to force him right. It's like Jay Sean Tate on steroids, honestly. Um, he's unbelievable in the open floor. He runs like a gazelle. He rebounds every single miss. Um, and he's incredible on defense. 
Zed Key has got to stay out of foul trouble. Felix Akpar has got to give you a really good 15 minutes um, of defense. If he gives you four points, that's awesome. Um, he is the key. He always will be the key. He is the key. The, the second key is... I'm only I'm only laughing because the tone of which you're saying things have have turned a little less optimistic this week compared to weeks past. And I can see a human, Andrew. I can I'm see you. So just hearing you say if he gives you four points, great. Like it's just it's it sucks that this is where we are, but it is it, for me at least. I'm I'm finding a diamond in the rough, getting to see you struggle a little bit. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Um, yeah, if you, oh my God, I, we didn't even talk about this. The way that I had to watch the last two games, I wouldn't wish upon any person in the history of that. It's not fair that I care more than every fan out there. Like literally besides, you know, parents of guys on the team and the wives of the coaches. Um, and I have to, I will say, talk about diamond in the rough. The fact that I was quote unquote forced to listen to 97 one, the fan, because I was in a car and. Um, in Florida and couldn't, you know, my app wasn't working to stream ESPN to watch the game and stuff, blah, 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 whatever. And I, and I was listening to, to Ron Stokes and, um, and the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. It was just, it was just kind of miserable because you're sitting there and I'm people, I'm on a work trip and people try to have conversations with me. And I literally have my AirPods in as we're walking and checking into the hotel and all this stuff. And I'm fist pumping in the middle of hallways and stuff. And so that was, that was fun and, and quirky and cute. And then the second time, um, second game was borderline torture as I was sitting in the Southwest line waiting to get on the plane, watching on my phone, and then shifting to 97 on the fan while the internet cut out, and then shifting back to Southwest because they have free live TV, and the game is close, and then uh, I finally get on the live TV, and all of a sudden we're down 17, and then I don't know what just happened. And then there's major turbulence on the plane where I'm holding onto the seat in front of me. I'm sitting next to coworkers who also went to Ohio state that are like, Oh, this is so funny. Joey's so mad watching this Ohio state game. And I, meanwhile, I'm like, this is life or death stuff. Like I, you guys don't understand. And finally we lost. And I get off the plane and the guy's like, Hey, that, that was not a fun game to watch. Was it? I was like, no, it, it wasn't a fun game to watch. It was miserable. So all that to say, the second key, Andrew, to the game, to the game <laughs> against Indiana, their guard, Jalen Hutchifino, is so freaking good, and he's amazing at home. He's been really, really good on the road, too. He is the head of the snake. I think you can you can still beat Indiana with Trace Jackson Davis scoring 25. I don't know if you can beat them with Jalen Hutchifino scoring 25. So, um, Race Thompson's back. He is a huge part of their team. But they don't – they are <laughs> – you got to make more threes than they do. That's any, that's any recipe for winning games on the road. They don't shoot the three ball. Well, if Miller cops makes four threes, you tip your hat to him because he's the only guy that shoots threes besides Jalen hood, Shafino, but he shoots tough, tough threes. Uh, but I mean, the bottom line is Ohio state is not in the business of competing and, and trying to make it close. They're in the business of winning games and trying to win games. We have won a lot of games at IU uh, that we should not have won. So fingers crossed that we just keep that train rolling. And I, I mean, that's not one you chalk up as a, Hey, that's a, that's a game we could or should win. Uh, we can, of course we can, you can win any game in the big Ten, but uh, you gotta, you gotta try and limit TJD and 
JHS if you wanna if you wanna win that game. Yeah. Um we talked a lot about it with it, I'm I'm not gonna say anything else about that game because that that's some great. How about the Iowa win though? We were one and oh in our last one for a little bit. Yeah, it sucked we don't even really get to talk about that. But um moving could the timing of those two games been any worse? I mean, like it's we're trying yeah. to record a podcast, people. Like, what are yeah, we doing? We can't release on Tuesdays, and then it's not till Saturday. Just let's fix this next year. We got to be checked with when we make the schedule. Yeah. Speaking of next year, I just want to say real quickly for everyone freaking out about turnover teams, etc. Next year, you're going to have at the very least, you know, hopefully Bruce. Felix and Roddy back as sophomores, hopefully all four signed guys currently, which it's a great class end up at Ohio state. You know, you never know, get the fifth with, uh, with Bronny, but like next year is the first real year to get and see, you know, there will be seven guys at least hopefully from two straight classes that are freshmen or sophomores, maybe another year of Zed key. I have no idea what, what's going to happen with, with yeah, Zed he'll key. if he's healthy, that guy's right. got to get healthy, man. You think he'd be back. So potentially an older, deeper team next year that we, a type of team, a built team that we haven't really seen before. Um, freshmen dominate college basketball now with, with the, with the in and outs and the transfers and everything. So could just hashtag waiting for next year's class. Um, I'm excited. I know you're excited, but there's still some really, really awesome games left the rest of the year. Get to play at Purdue, get to play Michigan, Michigan state twice. You know, there's still some more good home games, Illinois. This season is far from over. I, I think there's going to be some moments where Robbie Hummel's like, Hey, they just beat a good Ohio state team or Hey, Ohio state, you know, they don't have enough wins, but they're still a team that, that likes to compete in the big 10. Like there's going to be some monumental important wins the rest of the season. We'll talk that. We'll talk about them as they happen. Let's talk a little bit about college basketball overall, unless you got something else that you want to say in regards to Ohio state. Yeah, no, all I was going to say is you just brought up a couple of good things. I mean, yeah, next year, who knows? There's a lot of unknowns for sure. Um, as we move forward, you just got to get Zed's got to get healthy because he's such a huge part of the team. Um, you can't expect Bryce Sensball to have 27 points every single game. Obviously, he had 14, which is crazy. That's an off night. Um, these boys got to be healthy. They got to compete. They got to play for the name on the front of the jersey. They got to have some rhythm and some juice on offense and uh, get back to the to the way they were earlier in the season. It just it is what it is. Stick with this team through the ups and the downs. We'll be here. Uh, if you want Brownie James, you should probably act like you're a fun fan base that loves their team, that loves the team. Um, people out there are like, this is Holman's last strike if he doesn't get Brownie James. Hey, folks, newsflash. The chances of us getting Brownie James are not incredibly high. He also came out and said that's not his top three. So it's just... I mean, it's important that we talk about it so that we can put it on the title of the episode that we talk about Brownie James in the top three. Um, but yeah, stick with this team. I mean, like brighter days are ahead. Guys are getting healthy. Like it is what it is. There's going to be fun wins down the line, whether we make the NCAA tournament or not, but we're, that's still the goal. Like, don't, don't change the goalposts. I won't change the goalposts until it's too late. Um, the other, the other thing that you mentioned that's funny is, you know, that the season is going poorly. When after every game, I'm getting a text from Robbie Hummel 
what is going on with Ohio State. Totally. Oh, it's just it's just unreal. But I do whatever's wrong with Ohio State is right about a lot of teams in the country. And there are some really good basketball. It's it's amazing because I love the Big Ten. Best scouted conference in the entire country. Best defensive conference in the entire country. That's why a lot of teams score. The games are 60 to 62 or 45-50, which is fun for some people, sickos like us, and not fun for the majority of college basketball fans who get to watch the Big 12 and get to watch the SEC, which literally play a different sport than the Big Ten does. But for that reason... We want to inject some positivity and some happiness into this. Let's talk about the good teams. Let's talk about the teams that are we think have a chance to cut down the nets come March slash early April. And we can't give we we've given some bets to the to the listeners that have some bias, right? It's it's the Browns and Ohio State are gonna win. It's Ohio State and Missouri are gonna win. Ohio State hasn't won a lot of games recently, so sorry about that. Yeah. Here's the deal. Either of the Browns. Right. So here's the deal. We're going to give you guys some futures and these teams are going to be good teams too. They're not, we're not going to give you a central Michigan as a future to win the the national championship. We're going to go back and forth ping pong a little bit and give you five teams that you could place a future bet on. And as we read them, we will go in depth, a tad, give you the number that we see on bet Fred and, and go from there. So I I'm happy to kick things off, Andrew, and give you the, the one team that I have placed a future on this year um months ago and that and that is the ucla bruins um the ucla bruins the future plus big 1300 on on bet fred plus 1400 i'll tell you what i got them at 1300 just, on bet fred 1300 i'll tell you what i got them at just just for transparency plus 1100 so they've gone up since i got them <laughs> great awesome um classic um <laughs> The UCLA Bruins have some of the best guards in the country. They have Amari Baylor, who's one of the best freshmen in the country, who hasn't really played this year due to injury. They've got Jaime Jaquez, who is the most unguardable, most underrated player that no one talks about in the country. They have a coaching staff that's already made it to the Final Four at UCLA in the last handful of years. Um, And they play in the Pac-12, where they're going to be battle-tested by teams like Oregon and Arizona and USC on the way. Um, So all while not getting totally beat up because the bottom part of the Pac-12 is not very good, which is the problem with the Big Ten is they always have good teams, but those they just play every game like it's life or death, Sweet 16 to go to the Elite Eight, basically. Um, so that's my first pick, UCLA plus 1,300, the Bruins out of, out of the, the Pac-12, soon to be out of the Big Ten. I like that pick. My first pick, I'm going to Alabama. All right, they have the second best odds on Betfred or worst odds, depending on how you look at odds. Um, they're plus a thousand, tied with Purdue at plus a thousand. This is why I like Alabama. They have some good players. They get up and down. <laughs> they have some. They have some good players. So let me finish. Nate Oates, okay, our guy Nate Oates is one heck of a coach. Personally, I would be shocked if his name is not coming up in. You know, the Texas rumors after the season would be shocked if, well, would be shocked if Calipari is not at Kentucky, but if he's not. No, Calipari's gone. He's going to Texas. You heard it here first. Then if Calipari goes to Texas, Nate Oates, that'll be a name you hear at Kentucky. He's going to be a name every single year until he's not at Alabama anymore. And I think he he really does want to win at Alabama. So as a, as a secondary, I would say, 
you know, if you can find some bets on SEC tournament, Alabama, that's of some value to you too. But I, I'm going Alabama because you never know when it's going to be your last year to school. And no matter how you leave, if you win a national championship, you, you leave something good at the school. For example, a little different sport, Kawhi Leonard. If Kawhi did what he did with to the Raptors on a one-year rental and didn't win a championship, he's not one of the most beloved athletes in Toronto history. But he wins a championship. Go do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you know, so that's that's my my Alabama. I'm telling you, I don't bet with with statistics. I bet with my dumb brain. That's an interesting way of looking at it. You're like Nate Oates is trying to give something to Alabama, therefore he will win. I don't know if I mean obviously Kentucky's one of the best jobs in the country. Alabama is a is a really good job because like Ohio State, there's pressure obviously because it's Alabama, but you, you, it's not the football pressure, which yeah. some people can appreciate. I, I like Alabama. I mean, they're they're incredible. There, there's no doubt I about think it. Alabama has the like the if you make this school really good, then it's a really good school to be at type mentality, similar to Ohio. Like Arkansas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that a lot. Obviously I like it a lot because I mean, literally it's um, the second highest odds. Um, Here's here. The next team that I like and a team that I, depending on how they do in their next few games uh, is a team that I will be possibly putting uh, another future on is Tennessee. Um, Tennessee, another staying in the SEC. Um, they tried to do it in football, couldn't get it done. They are having an outstanding year in basketball. They are senior driven, which is rare in college bet. Well, maybe less rare because everyone's got a COVID year now. Um, Rick Barnes is a hell of a coach that can never get it done in the NCAA tournament. I just think this year maybe it's a little bit different. Um, and I just I love their guards. I think guards win you win you games, and they've got great young guys. They're athletic. They play incredible defense, um, and and just like uh, UCLA, same reason. Like they're going to be battle tested. They play an awesome non conference schedule, um, so that they're playing in tournament atmospheres um, inside the SEC and outside and on neutral sites. Um, and, and I think that they're plus fourteen hundred, so a little bit. Uh, longer of a shot than the two teams we've talked about. Um, but that's my, that's my next team that I think like, I, I just, this is, I, I love their, their colors. I don't know. They just, this is the year that they get it done. I feel like not, maybe not get it done to win the championship, but they're going to be, they're going to be there when it's all said and done. They're a top, you know, eight team in the country, in my opinion. I like that. I, I'm going to give one kind of wild card, not wild card in sense of, you know, eight people, but wild card, and, and just to tell everyone, um, Tennessee is plus 1,400 on, on – So I said, I said that. I said that. Um, so I have a team that's pretty low on Betfred, plus 4,000, okay? But in the rankings, I think they're – Can I guess? Number six right now? Yeah, go ahead. Can I tell you why they're not going to win the national championship? But do you know who I'm talking about? Kansas State. Yeah. They have the Keontae Johnson team of destiny uh, storyline, though. I mean, I can't argue with that. Yeah, you, uh, I just it, and they'll be bad. This will also let it be known. I'm picking a, a plus four thousand team. Here. Right? No, hundred percent. This is They're your team. That's like that's like when you are in a golf tournament and it's Saturday 
and you're looking at who's could win on Sunday, and you're like, well, the guy leading is why is he higher than John Rahm, who's three shots behind him? I feel like there's got to be some value. This team's sixth in the country. Right. How could they not be a top six team to win the national championship? They're incredible. If you watch them play, they're so fun to watch. They play so hard, and they do have that team of destiny vibe. They really, truly remind me so much of the Holman first-year Ohio State team where they have a bunch of transfers. They have great guards. All the pieces fit together. They're not, like, uber incredibly talented, um, and they have a first-year head coach. But when have you ever seen a first-year head coach win the national championship it's just, it's just impossible. That's the only negative thing I can say to it. I'm, I love Jerome Tang. I'm on record. Rem Backamus, who I feel like we bring up randomly in episodes all the time. Rem has won at every single place he's ever been going to the national championship at Gonzaga and has a ton of rings from final fours and conference championships. Then he goes to Baylor as a GA wins the national championship there. Then he goes to Arizona. They're the number one team in the country and were awesome last year. He spent a ton of time with Jerome Tang at Baylor for a few years when he was over there. And he told all, all of me and my other buddies, like, this guy is legit as legit as it comes. Like you guys are going to love him. And I was like, okay, whatever. And then you see the speech that he makes after they beat Kansas and they storm the court. And he's like, I told you I was going to give you one court storming. I was going to give you one court storming. Here it is. But from this point on expect to win and literally dropped the microphone. And I was like, yeah, I'm transferring to Kansas state. I, they, I, I'm a huge fan of them. Huge I, fan. I, so I agree with you about the first year coach thing, but I don't know how many first year coaches in their first year are playing as many top 25 ranked road games as this Kansas state team is between Texas, Baylor, Iowa state, TCU, Kansas, like the big 12 is just absolutely dominant and stacked this year. And I don't think it's a year where the teams are all beating each other up and, oh, and there's not actually a really good team like the Big Ten's doing this year. Like these teams are going to – does that every year. <laughs> these teams are going to make some noise in the tournament. And I think that experience is going to help increase the first-year coach type stuff. I would, I would be less on board with Mizzou, with Dennis Gates, to, to do – Really, well, Kansas State is is tremendous, and right, right, but they do, but but they haven't played. They're not as battle tested, right? And, they're, they're playing SEC games, but they also played like one non-con game against a good team. So like right. they're they're less battle tested and hundred percent. And I don't think for a second that Jerome Tang is the reason why Kansas State isn't going to win the national championship. I, I should rephrase and say there's an element of you got to be there and lose in order to be there and win. You know what I mean? So that that's all. It's not him, the coach. It's him, his inexperience, which is silly. And, but And it's also not Jerome Tang's inexperience. It's just what happens in sports. Right. I mean, like you yeah. like Baylor was in the mix every single year, year after year. Like, but it, it just took them a while to get over the hump. You look, Same thing with Gonzaga. Like, it's the same thing. They were in the mix every single year. Kansas State might be in the mix every single year for the next 15 years. And then, but only once make it to the final four and then rattle off three final fours in a row. You know, it's just, that's just how it works. So, um, so yeah, that I, I like Kansas. I mean, I love Kansas state. I would love if they won. Great so plus they're, 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 they're light purple jerseys are incredible. Um, if they win, if they lose in them, then they're, that's a tough look. Like when they lost the TCU in them, yeah. um, last team I'll give you 
I just realized what I just did is um, I uh, <laughs> I pick I picked my future. I picked Big Cat's future, Tennessee, and I think Big Cat has a future on this team also. And then maybe it's just in my subconscious. They have dropped significantly. At one point, they were the second favorite to win the national championship behind Purdue. Now they're plus 2,200 on Betfred. UConn. This is the perfect time to bet on UConn. Dukon. Dukon. Yeah, exactly. This is the perfect time to bet on UConn. They have a coach that is capable of winning every single game and just in the nature of he has just this electrifying personality that can, you don't need to get revved up for every game, but he can rev you up for every single game. They are deep. They make threes. They have guys that can guard every single position. They have big men. You know, if they run into Zach Eady in the final four, they're going to be just fine with the two big guys that they can throw out at them. Um, they, they have, until this losing streak they've been on recently, they were like a team that really I didn't think they had any flaws. Like they might have not been perfect, but they didn't have any flaws. Now it's like, all right, there there are things that have come up that are, you know, glaring issues. But 2,200, at one point they were plus like 550, I think. So there's some significant value there. They're, that number is only going to go down as the year goes on because their conference um, – isn't as strong the Big East as it was in years past, right? Villanova's not Villanova. Creighton isn't the same Creighton team they expected. Butler is not very good. Blah, blah, blah. Get your money in on UConn now. I think Tennessee and UCLA, those numbers might go up a little bit. UCLA already has. They just lost Arizona. That's probably why it went up a bit. But UConn is only going to go down. Got to get them now. I think Kansas State also is is at such a good spot where jump on it. Yeah. I I think we both nailed it. I think we got some some good teams. Um I I I wanted to put Xavier in here as like a fun team to cheer for, but not a team yeah. that I really really any team in the top 20 is good future odds. Not top 20 of the AP poll, top 20 of odds because, you know, by the second round, if you pick one team by the second round, there's only 32 teams left. And you're like, Oh, all they got to do is win four games. So it's definitely exciting. I think we should do a March madness is here version of this, Joey, where, you know, the bracket is out and we re go through this and do five. And hopefully, hopefully we're doing that in addition to talking about Ohio state's first round matchup, but I do. I do like this exercise. It gives people something to look at outside of Ohio state. Interesting enough. We did not say Purdue. We did not say a big 10 team. The big 10 doesn't win national championships. We're smarter than that. I just guaranteed Purdue winning it this year though, by saying that, um, Joey, any, anything else you want to cover full disclosure? I got to use the restroom here in a minute. So if you got something else to to cover, no, 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 this was, this was good. I needed this. Um, yeah, I, I do. Should we just say Bronny James a few more times so we can keep him in the title and stuff? Bronny, 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 Bronny. Well, I'll say I'll say Bronny James, and then I'll just put Bron- Bronny James with a question mark in the title. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. Uncharted waters as an Ohio State fan, I feel like right now. Um, 
you know, it, it's weird. You know, years past, it was like every game felt like you had a chance to win. Now it's like every game you feel like you have a chance to lose, which is a weird, weird dynamic. Um, but yeah, this was fun. This was needed. Uh, it's always fun when it's just you and me. In uh, the nature of my actual job is really, really busy this time of year. And Andrew knows that. So it's harder to coordinate with guests and at proper times. Um, but we will do our best. It also sucks that Ohio, when Ohio State's losing, we can't get the same guys from the program because why in the world would I text Zed Key to come on the show right now? Um, no, Nobody wants to come on the show when they're losing games like this. So that's just – I think that's the also the guys, The older guys don't either. No one no one wants to no, nobody. Right. Absolutely. So all good in the hood. Um, always a pleasure. And um, – Buckle up, drive the lane, beat the Hoosiers. No, go Buckeyes. Everything okay? Oh, whoops. Go Buckeyes. Sorry, I'm just a little off. It was a long (laughs) weekend. Wave that t-